0: This episode of Power Tips Unscripted is brought to you by Wellborn Cabinet, kitchen and bath cabinetry made in the USA. Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Laura DiBenedetto, author of The Six Habits, Practical Tools for Bringing Your Dreams to Life. As you know, Remodeler's Advantage is dedicated solely to helping you grow ever more successful while creating an environment that allows you to lead a more balanced and satisfying life. Laura is here to share the raw truth that reveals the pathway to the truest freedom a person can have. And we'll hear all about it in just a minute. I'm gonna do this the old fashioned way with two swords and maximum effort. Okay, guys, let's get out there and make a difference.
1: Hi, I'm Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here today with my co-host, Mark Harari. Hello, how are you? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm great. always love talking about how to be more successful. Right? And happier. Yeah, and happier. You know, because who wants to go through life? You can make all the money you want or be as successful as you, as I guess, as some of those goals can be, but... If you're not happy, what's it all for? What's
0: the point of it all, right? Yeah.
1: So let's dive in and figure out how we can do both, shall we?
0: Yes. I I know one, our our guest is in Hawaii, so that's probably the first step to happiness.
1: (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) I don't know. I hear you get really um, sort of island bound, some sort of mental thing when you can't get off an (laughs) island. So I'm going to sort of stick with that, make me feel a little better Mm -hmm. back here in Baltimore. So let's dive in. TEDx speaker and number 1 best-selling author of The 6 Habits, Laura D Benedetto teaches how to create the life of our dreams without sacrificing what we love. As founder and CEO of Vision Advertising, she has helped hundreds of companies build and grow profitable enterprises. And as Mark said, Laura lives on Maui with her husband and at least a dog and a cat if not more. <laughs> Welcome aboard, Laura. Thank you. It's awesome chatting with you guys. Yeah, we're so glad you could join us. So you know, entrepreneurs and our people, especially these re- owners of remodeling companies, are so busy right now. How can they find the time to to nurture, heal, and grow themselves?
2: Well, I I love how you began talking about things. Being successful is kind of pointless unless you've actually got like a good frame of mind to actually be able to appreciate and um, actually do something with all of that. So it's it's definitely important that we do want to work on ourselves so we can actually experience the joy of what it's like to be successful. But how do we do that as busy people? Um, We really need to examine where we are in our lives um, and what kind of things we're wasting time on And as much as we would all like to think that we're not wasting
1: time, we are.
2: (laughs) There's always like, oh, the 10 minutes here on Facebook and, you know, like just the little extra time farting around with this and that or whatever. It's just we all do it. But it's important to catch these little time leaks because then we can actually use those to our advantage. And when it comes to mastering yourself, it begins with awareness, but really only takes like moment to moment awareness and ongoing um, knowledge about um, what we want to become so we can really actively work on these things moment to moment. It's not like we need to carve out several
1: hours a day to do this stuff. That would be hard. Yes, I would think it's so, possible. but we don't. All right, so that's good. So, like, What kind of habits should we develop that will help determine our journey through life?
2: So the habits that we need are the habits that uh, relate to our relationship with ourselves and our relationship with life. So in the book, The Six Habits, I talk about the things that we need to do to become whole um, with ourselves and with life. And I'll, I'll give you an example, like gratitude is one of the habits and it's really easy moment to moment to change our relationship with what's going on. So let's say as a remodeler, you don't get the contract. You don't make the sale. Mm -hmm. What can you find to be grateful for in that instead of lamenting the fact that you didn't make the sale? I mean, listen, I spent 20 years in executive leadership running a marketing company on the East Coast. I spent so much time in sales and what helped me to stay together and actually bring greater prosperity to myself was having an attitude of gratitude when
1: things didn't necessarily turn out the way I
2: had tried to push them
1: to be. So, give me an example of what did you do for yourself if you didn't get a sale? How would you find grat- uh, gratitude in that? So,
2: I would find gratitude with a lot of self-talk. Actually, I, I think all, only the best people talk to themselves. we slightly <laughs> crazy. That's a good thing, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but like some real examples of what I would do as an entrepreneur um, and salesperson and CEO um, were well, you know. I didn't make that sale. Okay. There's probably a really good reason for it. It might not have been the ideal customer that I was really looking for. Or, huh, what can I learn from this? How could I have done better? Does this reveal a weak spot within my business that I really need to take a look at? Is this revealing a weak spot within my sales abilities that I need to correct with some sales training? Mm -hmm. Is this introducing me and freeing me up for an even better opportunity? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, did I just avoid the client from hell? You know? Right. We all know who the client from hell is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, many of married. us have had him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same. So, you know, there's there's ways that we can reframe our thinking kind of across the board for um, how we interact with life. So in the book, I talk about some of the hardships that I experienced, but also um, uh, a handicapped man that I met when I was in my 30s. He just really, like, blew me away with how, remarkably grateful he was despite every outward reason not to be
1: mm-hmm. and it
2: was really inspiring because it's like wow we can really take a look at our problems and our non-wins and find plenty to be grateful for and what that does is we're not those yep you know what i mean by the term toxic positivity we're not like we're not like just I don't know, like grinning idiots with, um, with no like substance. It's like, no, I choose to respond to this mindfully and I choose to see the good in it. and I choose to leverage the lesson here for something bigger.
1: Okay. So to get in the habit of, of being grateful, even when it might be hard to see it as one habit to start, give us another Mm -hmm. one. Sure.
2: So the book has six habits. I'll tell you what they are briefly. And I want to be really clear about this right up front. I can tell you what all six are. And I will tell you what all six are. There is no possible way that you'll be able to gain mastery just by hearing me talk about them. You have to do the work. Yeah. Um, So it's just, it's 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 an uphill battle for some of us, um, but it's one that we should do. So kindness, acceptance, gratitude, like I mentioned, presence, goodness, and intention. Entrepreneurs are usually masters at intention, which is what we're doing, why we're doing it, how we're doing it, and really moving forward and solving problems, et cetera, et cetera. But when we're talking about the six habits, these are these are things that we're doing in relationship with ourselves. Now if you if you've ever spoken to a single remodeler that has ever become successful because they just wanted all the material things in life or they perhaps felt insufficient Um, in some way, and oh, I need to make sure that my mom or dad is proud of me. What you'll usually see with that is sometimes that's lack of kindness at work. And I know this just from having done this myself. I achieved so much incredible success and wealth in my career, but I did it all from a place of never feeling good enough, never feeling like sufficient, never feeling successful enough. And like, I just desperately needed to earn other people's approval because I never gave it to myself, Mm -hmm. right? And that's not unique. That's a conversation that most people don't wanna have. But when we actually start to have this conversation, that's when we can kind of blow the lid off of what's really possible for us when we acknowledge the things that we feel inside, um, which is not a conversation that business people like to have. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, how are you? Great, best year ever. Meanwhile, it's all a lie, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. There's, There's a lot of value in vulnerability And talking about it is important because that's when we can really get into a better harmony and flow with life, with business, and we can start to see, oh, my God, I treat myself pretty badly. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what would happen if you became your biggest cheerleader um, instead of your own biggest bully? Do you think you might achieve more? Mm -hmm. Do you think you might make more money? You think you might actually like get more sales opportunities? You think you might be a better boss mm-hmm. if you pumped yourself up instead of tearing yourself down all day? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's you know, interesting. Yeah, your success should yeah. not be a revenge against the bully in your head right. or
1: the people that that's continue to torment you from right? Yeah. It, Need to be on I a I t-shirt, know. that one. <laughs> a graphic right? t-shirt. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Cabinetry crafted by people who care. That's our motto here at Wellborn Cabinet. Every cabinet we make is crafted with hard work, pride, and attention to detail. Our doors are hand-sanded and both framed and frameless options are available. We offer a wide selection of solid oak, maple, hickory, and cherry door styles in a variety of beautiful finishes. Proudly made in the
0: USA, choose Wellborn. Cabinetry crafted by people who care.
1: So how do we master these habits? I mean, you've mentioned it briefly. I know we have to do the reading, but the, the work, how do we master them? Well, the
2: honestly, it begins with awareness. It really begins with awareness. You need to listen to yourself. And I'm not going to tell you the whole mastery journey because that would be the worst business model in the world of mine is to just give you everything <laughs> um, as much as I would love to. Um, definitely read the book, though. It's um, There's loaded with lots of great wisdom, and it's a gift that I have available for your listeners. So it's not going to cost you anything. I just don't want to spoil the ending. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Um but, you know, the thing about the mastery journey is you need to first hear yourself no matter what it is. You need to hear yourself being a bully to yourself. You need to hear yourself when you're just being an ungrateful lump. You need to hear yourself when you're just floating through the, you know, dust storm of life and you're just hoping success will come your way and you're not really bringing the intention to the game. Like you need to, number one, learn what these habits are and you need to actually learn yourself. What are you doing now? And then set about through careful intention to actually systematically change these things.
1: So give us some idea. What are some of the actions you need to take to change your life? Well,
2: the beginning with the whole self-awareness thing, um, I actually like to encourage people to have candid conversations with the people that they have around them. Um, but also the whole self-awareness thing can often begin with sometimes a friend. Because sometimes we can't always see ourselves as, uh, as well as we'd like to. Hey, shine the mirror on me. Or, um, you know, you're looking at perhaps journaling, asking yourself deep questions, and then just really sitting with it for a while. That's probably one of the best ways that you can uh, get some great answers about yourself.
1: Okay. Is it really possible to build your business around yourself rather than the other way around?
2: Absolutely. I actually can tell you this from first, uh, firsthand proof. So I built my first company I own a marketing company in the Boston area and I built myself around that company and it cost me dearly. How do you meet? Uh, well, while well, I made loads of money and I had lots of success, I wasn't having any fun mm-hmm. and I was a bit of a jerk to be around. I was not a great boss And um, I actually was so stressed out and on such high alert all the time that I developed um, some internal bleeding issues from years and years of accumulated stress. Oh, wow. Stress can kill you. Mm -hmm. It is a silent killer. And I was like, oh, I'm fine. And I've always been the type A beast mode kind of lady where, oh, just whatever. It's just one more meeting, whatever. I'm just going to crush this. How many entrepreneurs have said that? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've said that once or twice. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I have over there's the years. There's a price to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a price to this. And, you know, I hate words like hustle and grind because, yeah, y- you are grinding yourself into an early grave. Like Don't do that. Yeah. So I retired at 37, um, partly out of accomplishment, partly out of necessity because I was busy killing myself. Mm-hmm. And... Um, while it's nice to retire at 37, and believe me, it's a hell of an accomplishment, I was too tired to even be proud of myself. Mm. I was too burnt out and I was too sick from the internal bleeding and feeling terrible because, you know, success is great, but like exactly how you opened the show, if you're not happy enough, if you're not healthy enough to be able to appreciate it, what's the point?
1: Right, exactly. I wholeheartedly agree with you there.
2: Yeah, so that was, that was the thing. And then... um, What we've got with um, what we've got with building a different company now is I'm building it around myself and building it around my limitations just as a human. It means that I'm able to attract better because I'm not tired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get people that are magnetized to me because I'm operating from a place of joy and appreciation and I love what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and people want to be a part of it. and I don't have
1: to push. Yeah, that's great. You can certainly see how that you know, attitude would attract people to you.
2: Oh, totally. It's, you know, that whole law of attraction, like you, have to, like you already have it. And, you know, people want to be around winners and people want to be around those that are successful. And, you know, people ultimately, we all want the same thing. We just want to be happy. Right. But if you start with happiness first, yeah, look at what you tend to attract.
1: Yes.
0: Laura, you, you, you know? said earlier on that, um, you know, who has six hours a day to commit to doing this kind of stuff. How much time a day does it take after, you know, imposing the 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 tools and techniques you you give in the book how, how much time do I need to dedicate a day to to getting myself right
2: at 10 minutes a day it's about
0: it maybe even less that's good that'll fit right into my schedule
1: <laughs> now what about <laughs> those types of you know macho entrepreneurs who are like oh man I'm not going to be introspective like this it's like I've never they've never thought of it they've never thought about the you know asking those deep questions it's not easy even even at only 10 minutes a day so what do you say to those oh, people? Not. Well,
2: well, that's a harder conversation. I like that you brought it up. Um, what I would say to those people first is, um, I think you need a hug. <laughs> like, not today though. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, what, put your mask on and then Lysol after. Um, <laughs> but like more sincerely, I think that a lot of people have bought into the idea of what success looks like. And I would just challenge anyone that has those rules in their mind against doing work on themselves. Why are they there? Who taught you that? Did you teach yourself that? Do you really agree with this? Or are you going with some sort of toxic masculinity Are going along with some, you know, machismo that perhaps your father and your father's father gave to you or your mother and your mother's mother gave to you? Or are you going along with societal expectations? Like for me, just being the female CEO of a marketing company, um, I had to bring a hell of a lot of masculine power to mm-hmm. what I was doing right. or so I thought I was unfortunately the bitch in leadership <laughs> when I could have been much more graceful. Mm-hmm. I'm much more graceful now. And imagine how much things are much easier yes. um, because I'm not trying to fight my organic nature mm-hmm. and I'm also not trying to pretend I don't have feelings. I do have feelings. Yeah. And it's actually okay to talk about these things, and it's okay to be human. In fact, it's actually really attractive when I'm not perfect, because the people I'm trying to sell to are not perfect, and nobody wants to buy from someone plastic.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good stuff. Yeah. Well, Laura, I want to um, check your your self awareness and, and hit you with some lightning round questions. What do you think? Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> And now, here's the Remodeler's Advantage lightning round.
1: It's a trap!
0: Okay, let's put sixty seconds on the clock. Here we go. What's your favorite business book and why?
2: Uh, it would have to be one of the Sandler books because it's all about sales. Mm,
0: great. If Wouldn't. you if you weren't helping people find real success and happiness, what do you think you'd be doing?
2: Um, currently I'd be on the beach picking for seashells because there was a big hurricane here, and that's when it turns up the best stuff.
0: What are you not very that's good the at? Thing, I
2: retired, so. I don't want to <laughs> do it because i love it
0: yeah what are you not very good at
2: um cleaning
0: well that'll be good for this next question (laughs) my husband's sleeping so i get to say that (laughs) your room your desk or your car which would you clean first god probably my room what's your favorite movie Amelie. in one word describe yourself in high school loser (laughs) (laughs) come on (laughs) what do you think is the greatest invention ever Plumbing.
1: <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree with that one. That's for sure. And I love the new stuff that's coming out in the plumbing world, just to add. Uh, thank you I so mean, much. I mean, about it.
2: Take all the technology and take all the fancy iPhones and take podcasts away. What are you going to miss? You're going to miss having a toilet inside your house. You're going to miss that. You're going to miss not having, you know, to... I don't know, go to the well and pump your water so you can just put on a kettle of tea. You're going to miss that. Yes,
1: definitely would miss that. Well, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for participating in this. Now, before, um, I've got two things. One is, if people want your book or want to learn more about The Six Habits, where should they go?
2: You can go to thesixhabits.com. The word six is spelled out, thesixhabits.com. You can learn about me. You can learn about my upcoming TED Talk. You can learn about um, The Six Habits. Um, You can also get an autographed copy mailed to you um, just for the price of shipping. Ah,
1: so you can awesome. do that. I do love hard copies. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Now. And the last thing is before we let you go, I want you to share your five words of wisdom with our listening audience and why they resonate with you.
2: Don't give me. Don't, don't penalize me if it's sex, <laughs>
1: <laughs> do the work. It's worth it. Okay. So why does that resonate with you?
2: It resonates with me because for years, I refused to do the work. I did the wrong work and I suffered and things were so much harder. Then when I started to do the work, success came easier. Success came to me freely and easily. And so did all the joy and the happiness. My marriage got better. I feel better and I smile every day and I don't have to prove myself anymore. I'm just organically a happy, complete, successful person.
1: That's awesome. Thank you so much. It's been uh, wonderful talking to you, and I appreciate it. And time for you to go pick some seashells, I would think. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Laura. It's been awesome. You know, one of the things that Laura talked about was the fact that being vulnerable and asking yourself these questions and stop being a bully to yourself, while it can sound kind of woo-woo out there, Really, the practical application comes down to you feel better, you're you're a more attractive person, you know, to be around, you're a more charismatic person, you're a more fun person, and who wouldn't want to be around somebody like that for work or for friendship and pleasure? I would. <laughs> yeah, right?
0: I mean... It's crazy. You know, I've heard that um, stress is a very physical, real thing, but, you know, I mean, internal bleeding, wow, Jeez. I know. You know, I mean...
1: Well, you know, we talk about that a lot, right? When we're talking about the personality assessments that our members use a lot for hiring and things and trying to find the person whose natural personality fits the job. Because if not, it can cause a lot of stress right there as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I thought she brought up some really good points. Interesting talking to somebody who's a little bit outside of our industry too, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: So I wonder, I'd love to hear her TED Talk.
0: Yeah, I don't know when that is, so we'll have to find out. Yeah. That'll be be a good one. Mm -hmm. And it was great having her. And I'm, that's really cool that everybody can get a copy of the book if they'd like yeah. it. Just got to uh, pay the shipping. Mm-hmm. Hopefully she's not shipping it from Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, I, don't. <laughs> I, no, guess, I don't know. I guess we'll see where they're coming from. That's I don't right. Know. That's but right. I'm sure the book's worth it regardless. Right. I haven't read it yet, but I plan to. Yes. So we want to thank Laura for taking the time. It's a big time difference from us in, in Hawaii. So I know it's early morning for her over there. We want to thank her for taking the time. And we want to thank you for listening week in and week out. I am Mark Harari.
1: And I'm Victoria Dowding. See you next week. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening.